Well, hello, hello, and hello. Welcome to the Movie Bugle Podcast. My name is Justin, and I am so excited that you guys have decided to tune in to listen to me talk about movies and TV shows. Welcome to season three. It's been so long since I've talked to you guys. I know, I know, it's been crazy. There's been a lot of things going on. I I just, I just needed some time to catch up on some things. I have a new job. I'm currently working from home. And I know it's like you work from home. You should be able to do it. No, trust me. It's, there's a lot going on. <laughs> I've been traveling. But I, I wanted to wait until the right moment to be able to go ahead and restart this venture with you guys again. Kick off season three. And I felt like, you know what? Now is the time. So let's just go ahead and get it going. <laughs> As always, please be sure to follow me on my Instagram page at the movie bugle there. You can actually click the link in the bio. It would take you to a section where it has all the different ways you can listen to the movie bugle podcast. I am on Apple Podcasts. I'm on Stitcher. I'm on Google Podcasts. I'm on Spotify. I'm on TuneIn. I'm on iHeartRadio. So please be sure to check in and tune in there. So what have y'all been watching? Uh, let's let's just go ahead and get into it. Now, this particular episode, I'm doing like a mini series leading up to Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. So I'm going to be talking about Doctor Strange first, but I wanted to catch up with y'all because it's been it's been a minute. Like what's what's been going on? <laughs> but yeah, so like I mentioned, so we I ended season two. Let's see, I ended season two at the beginning of 2022. It was like the first or second week of January, where I talked about my top TV shows of 2021. I think I also talked about my top movies of 2021. And then I went on a break. And originally, I think I was supposed to come back towards the end of March, but I just had to push it back. So I've only been delayed personally just for a couple of weeks. But like I said, I wanted to come back and talk to you guys. And I wanted to do something special leading up to something big. And what other big moment is coming out um, that we could talk about, which is going to be this Doctor Strange movie. And let me tell you all something. This Doctor Strange movie, okay, so what I'm going to do is in this particular episode, I'm going to talk about what's happening as if unless you've been living under the rocks, you should know Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, a.k.a. Doctor Strange 2, a.k.a. Wanda is going to come and slay everyone out. <laughs> it's coming on May 6th to theaters only. Um, so I'm going to be talking about just everything personally leading up to it. I'm going to get into some, you know, um, stuff leading to it as far as what you should watch, what, you know, specifically like WandaVision or Doctor Strange and, you know, other things like that. Spider-Man No Way Home. We're going to be talking about spoilers and those. So it's, it's, listen, WandaVision came on January of 2021. So if you haven't seen it at this point, I don't know what to tell you. And then Spider-Man No Way Home came out December of 2021. So if you haven't seen it, I don't know what to tell you, but I want to give you some things. So we're going to have a couple of episodes leading up into the actual spoiler talk of Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, which shall hopefully come out the week after that movie comes out. I'm only going to give you all a few days. So as y'all know, I go to the movies that Thursday, the first showing, if I can this showing I, I already bought my tickets i'm going to the tco chinese theater in hollywood and you know i will be I, I will be seated i will be in the seat i will be there i will be in the number as the church folks would say <laughs> jk jk but anyways um 
yeah so i'm gonna dedicate an episode just talking about you know spider-man no way home talking about wandavision um but i just wanted to get into it a little bit and just you know just say you know i'm happy to be back and let's just talk about some things so we, as we all know, like I mentioned, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness is coming out, and this is a direct, direct with a K. Uh, look at me, I'm already messing up. <laughs> this is a direct sequel to um, a few movies and a, a few projects. So, in case you don't know, if and you're like, hey, what what do I need to watch so I can prepare for this? No, you don't have to go back to Iron Man one and watch everything. I mean, if you want to, you can. But if you want to watch some immediate stuff to get caught up to this particular movie that is coming out, you need to watch the first Doctor Strange movie that came out, I want to say 2016 or 2017. You also need to watch Spider-Man No Way Home. And I would say a precursor to Spider-Man No Way Home and Spider-Man Far From Home so you can know the events that happen in No Way Home. And then for sure you have to watch WandaVision, which is on Disney+. Plus. Wanda is going to be a very key player in this movie. No, I haven't seen the movie yet. I don't know spoilers. I just know comics a little bit. I know speculations. I could put two and two together. So if you're trying to go into this movie completely blind without any type of synopsis or anything like that, then pause this, listen to this after you watch it. But if you want to just have a general basis, I'm just going to give you just a little, just a little, mm, just a little tea. <laughs> but um, yeah, so Wanda is going to be a key player in this movie. If you haven't seen WandaVision, you know, um, you, you, you won't know what she's doing in this movie and you won't know why she's doing it in this movie. So I'm not going to go too much into it on this particular episode because I do want to do like a, a a general overview of WandaVision on another episode, just as like a high level. We don't have to go into every spoiler thing, but I just want to do like a high level discussion, talk about the lore of Wanda, talk about the lore of the House of M and everything like that that's going to be leading up to this movie. But, you know, if you haven't seen Spider-Man No Way Home, this movie literally is a direct effect to the spell that Doctor Strange cast at the end of that movie. So if you if you've seen it, then great. If you haven't seen it, then I don't know why you're still listening to this podcast episode, because I already told you I'm going to be talking about some stuff. But anyways, um, but I just but but let's talk about the direction that Marvel is going in. It's so funny. Like, I like to look at things from the consumer side and also look at things from like the business side right so spider-man no way home and i'm just gonna say it one more time spoilers i'm just gonna put it out there this is a spoiler discussion these movies have been out in the theaters they're all on digital at some point so you have plenty of chance you know so i'm giving everyone a warning if you haven't seen it pause this Go watch WandaVision, go watch Doctor Strange, go watch Spider-Man No Way Home, and then come back and listen to this. But if you have seen it, let's talk. <laughs> so, Doctor Strange, oh, sorry. Um, Marvel is leaning in this multiverse way, right? So let's, let's backtrack a little bit. Why are they doing that? You know, from the from a story element of it, you know, it's it's like the next big thing that Marvel can do after the events of Infinity War and Endgame. You know, the first 10 years of Marvel, they sort of labeled that as the Infinity Saga. 
they laid the groundwork for the infinity stones and thanos with the first avengers movie and then uh, movies after that they were plucking these different infinity stones and doing all the stuff like that and they all culminated together with avengers infinity war and then you know put the seal on top and put in a, a ribbon and a bow and everything like that with avengers endgame and there were definitive things that happened in that movie that set the course of correction or i would say not correction but direction after that so we have the first 10 years was the infinity saga i feel like the next set of years with marvel is going to be the multiverse and the reason why i say that is because one of two things one they need another major event to happen within the the marvel universe they, they need something big and with spider-man no way home they were able to bring back you know toby Maguire and andrew garfield and they were able to play on that nostalgia with you know previous installments and you know it made like almost two billion dollars i think it capped out at like 1.8 something billion dollars you know in the box office and i've talked to you guys so many times about why that why that matters not necessarily for corporations and big corporations to get all the money but why it matters for a movie franchise to make that much money so spider-man no way home the marketing you know there was people speculating are they going to be in it are they not going to be in it there was leaks there was you know people denying the leaks and all the stuff like that even even up until the movie came out you know for spider-man no way home they had the whole red carpet event they had certain people in the movie not show up to the red carpet like charlie cox who plays um um Oh, Matt Murdock, a.k.a. Daredevil. He wasn't at the red carpet event. Um, he was in the movie. They didn't have Tobey Maguire show up. They didn't have Andrew Garfield show up because if they showed up to the premiere, then it would have spoiled it that they were in the movie. But people were speculating up until that point. So the, it's a nostalgia thing. It's, it's a it's a big thing, right? Um, the second reason why I feel like they're doing this whole multiverse thing from Marvel's side, because Spider-Man is a Sony thing, but they're able to do it on the Marvel side as well, is because Marvel now has rights to certain characters and superheroes they didn't have rights to before before they bought Fox. So if you didn't know back back way back then I think it was like the 90s I, I want to say it was the 90s. Marvel wasn't a studio company. It was literally just a comic book company that was falling under. No one was really buying comic books like that. So movie studios started to buy the license of certain superheroes like Fox bought the X-Men, they also bought Fantastic Four, they bought Ghost Rider, they bought Daredevil, um, and I know it's like a few more that they bought as well. The big one that Sony bought was Spider-Man, and then no one was thinking about Iron Man, no one was thinking about Captain America, Universal bought Hulk, I know that for sure, um, no one was thinking about Thor, so when the MCU was formed with first Iron Man, they had to play off of characters that they had access to. That's why they didn't, they didn't do a Spider-Man. They didn't do like an X-Men movie under the MCU because they didn't have access to those characters. I think it was around 2009, 2010, where Disney bought Marvel and rolled it into all one company. And the first movie that was fully distributed as Marvel, a Disney was the first Avengers movie. And if you go back and if you watch the Iron Man 1 and 2, if you go back and watch the first Thor movie, and I want to say the first Captain America movie, um, you'll see Paramount 
it as like the studio you won't see like it won't just say marvel um it would say paramount and then it would have like marvel like whatever but it was like the old logo it wasn't like you know how it is now and i think for hulk it has like universal or something like that I'm, I'm not too sure but i know those but if you go back and watch the avengers that was the first one that was fully distributed under disney marvel right so back it was like 2018 or 2019 that disney bought fox fox was selling their movies division and movies and television division and there was a bidding war amongst different studios and all the stuff like that and disney bought them it was like for 72 billion dollars or something ridiculous like that right and they did it because disney had just uh, launched disney plus and they wanted to add their catalog and all that jazz but from the superhero side they now have rights to characters like x-men and they have rights to fantastic four and ghost rider and then even outside of marvel they have rights to planet of the apes and they have rights to alien and predator and that entire catalog that fox has been putting out for the past hundred or so years so because they weren't in the MCU before, the most clever way to introduce these characters now where it could make sense story-wise because Kevin Feige, he likes to keep things simple. If you don't know Kevin Feige, he is the sole producer. He's like the one who's leading Marvel as far as all the movies. He keeps things simple. It's been one continuous story from different viewpoints and different movies since 2008 with the first Iron Man. They've been telling one continuous story. So they can't just plop mutants in the movies now and say, oh yeah, they've always been there. You know what I mean? They have to do it some type of organic way. And I think the most clever way that they can do it is with the multiverse because you can say oh mutants have always been there they've just been on a different earth that's the whole purpose and the whole concept behind the multiverse there's an infinite amount of earths right so you can say oh the fox universe was on earth 17 and you know fantastic four was on earth 35 and then they can sort of make this you know cinematic um event where the earths and all the things collide together which is going to be my prediction um with the you know dr strange in the multiverse of madness they could do something like that where they can bring everything together so we've already started to have certain things bleed in with spider-man no way home now that was a sort of a a different scenario because sony still has the rights to spider-man sony and disney marvel went into partnership to share spider-man ever since captain america civil war but so sony distributes any spider-man movie any so spider-man homecoming spider-man far from home spider-man no way home if you watch the opening credits it's the sony logo first and then marvel it's not the other way around it's sony is distributing it and marvel is you know they're a part of it creatively and they split the profit over some type of way but that's a sony movie so because sony wants to play games too and be a part of the lore they leaned in and say well let me go grab my two other spider-mans that i did you know from way back then and bring them this into this um this multiverse type movie 
And then that's going to lead right into, you know, Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness. And Sony, you know, they've been doing some other things, too. Like, they have Venom on the side. You know, I've seen both Venom and Venom Let There Be Carnage. They have Morbius. I haven't seen Morbius yet, but I will. Uh, but they have, like, all these other side characters. And so now they can now say, you know, it's somewhere in the universe somewhere, you know, because the multiverse. And that's how you can bridge these movies together. Now, whether you like certain movies or not, whether you are a fan of Morbius or whether you are a fan of Venom or even previous Spider-Man movies, you have to admit, like, no other studios out there is doing stuff like this. You know what I mean? Like, DC has been trying. They tried it with Man of Steel um, to bring things together, but it just didn't really work out. I think they try to play catch up too fast. Like, you know, Marvel, they took their time to get to Infinity War. They took their, even, uh, even before Infinity War, they took their time to get to the first Avengers movie. You had, you know, you had Iron Man, then you had the Incredible Hulk, then you had Iron Man 2, then you had Thor, and then you had, you know, Captain America, the first Avenger, and then the Avengers movie. With DC, they said, let's do Man of Steel, which is a Superman movie, and then they do Batman versus Superman, Dawn of Justice, and it just threw all these characters in it, which that was a very divisive movie. I'm The movie is very medium to me. Like I feel like if they just kept it Batman versus Superman, it would have been better. They didn't have to introduce the whole Justice League in it. They should have. They should have gave Cyborg his own movie. They should have gave Flash his own movie beforehand. They should have gave Aquaman his own movie. They should have gave Wonder Woman her own movie before. And just as a side note, and I, I've always felt this way as well, Wonder Woman being in the movie was amazing, right? Wonder Woman showing up in, you know, Batman versus Superman was amazing. However, comma, I feel like a missed opportunity that Marvel recognizes now they should have saved the moment that she shows up for the movie. The fact that they put her in all the promotional uh, marketing stuff was a big no-no because how she showed up in the movie was supposed to be a big reveal but we all knew that was coming because of the trailers you know what i mean and like i i missed i miss when you know movies used to hide stuff they didn't put everything in the trailers they used to say don't spoil the movie they used to keep the big reveals for the movie and for the movie going experience can you imagine having gone to see Batman versus Superman? And that, that was it. Just Batman versus Superman. No Dawn of Justice. And the entire movie, you know, you had Gal Gadot walking around and you're like, who is this woman? Is she Catwoman? Like, who is this? Is she ends up being Wonder Woman? That would have been so dope. But anyways, side, that's 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 besides the point. But, you know, DC, they try to catch up to Marvel so quick and it didn't work out for them. So Marvel has been laying out the groundwork you know, for so long. So that's what I'm saying. So now they're able to have, you know, the multiverse. They're able to bring in these th these characters from these different universes over to this movie. And that's what I think they're going to be doing with Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. So I'm super excited about it. I think that Wanda... I don't think this this is definitely not going to be the end of Wanda. There's been rumors that she signed a deal to do some more stuff. They're doing an Agatha Harkness movie. I feel like Wanda is becoming such of a big of a character, also a female character, that they can't really like like get rid of her. They can't kill her off. Um, I feel like she's going to she's going to mess some stuff up in this movie, but she has to stick around for a while 
And if she doesn't become like a big villain, if y'all don't know about Wanda in the comics, like I said, I'm going to break it down a little bit more when we actually talk about Wanda Vision. But Wanda is a powerful, in the comics, she's a mutant. She's actually uh, Magneto's uh, daughter. Her and Pietro, aka Quicksilver, are Magneto's children. She's a powerful mutant. She's like an Omega level a mutant she's a, a like a nexus being she's able to tap between different multiverses and she's able to tap into that type of power and in the comics the house of m storyline is a really really big storyline because she utters you know three famous words no more mutants which gets rid of about i think it was like 97 percent of all mutants you know across the galaxy and she creates this alternate reality with her and Vision and she has children and all that stuff like that. And that was not besides getting rid of the mutants part. That was sort of what WandaVision was adapting into the particular show. Um, but, you know, they spent it, you know, based off of the events of Infinity War and Endgame. And it works for the MCU. But Wanda is, you know, she's not always a good person i should say <laughs> you know wanda could be you know she's she's definitely gonna be the villain of this movie like if you watch the marketing material she i feel like the way that they're spinning it right now you know she's gonna be helping dr strange trying to fight these different intergalactic monsters and stuff no wanda is gonna be the one showing up and murking people and doing all this crazy stuff like she's looking for her kids but anyways i'm, I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself I'm getting ahead of myself <laughs> i'm getting ahead of myself <laughs> so but yeah, so I think that, like I said, there's the the story element of, you know, doing the multiverse and uh, and there's also the business side of being able to use, have access to these characters that you didn't have access to before. And I don't know, I feel like it could definitely work. Um, I hope it doesn't get played out in the sense where it's like, dang, like, you know, all right, you know, nostalgia, like Spider-Man No Way Home came out and it was nostalgia to see Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield back on the screen. You're just like, yes, oh my God, that's crazy. And I know there's going to be some surprises. I've heard of rumors and I'm not going to really mention too much of the rumors of of what could show up in this movie because I don't want people to be spoiled. You know, I, I just heard of a few rumors. I'm even trying to stay away from a lot of the, of the rumors because I want to go into this movie and be surprised myself. But um, I don't want people to get played out for like nostalgia. You know what I mean? Like there's a nostalgia factor that I feel like Marvel is tapping in right now, which is great. What's also, I mean, it's, it's great for Marvel, but it's also kind of like not so great for DC is DC announced their multiverse stuff first. You know, they have a flash coming. They keep uh, knocking the story back on, oh, sorry, not the story. They keep moving the movie back. It was supposed to come out a couple of years ago. You know, there's a whole bunch of rumors now that Ezra, uh, Ezra Miller is, you know, I guess he was having breakdowns on said he just recently got arrested for some stuff. I think in Hawaii or something like that. I don't know, girl, but it's, it's, it's real crazy, but they actually announced their multiverse stuff first. And in the, in the flash movie that's coming out, if it ever does come out, you know, they're going to have their own multiverse thing. They're going to have, you know, um, 
Oh, I, I can't. Ben Affleck. I was about to say who, who? Ben Affleck's Batman. And they're also going to have Michael Keaton's Batman from the Tim Burton. And Flashpoint, pretty much, he goes back in time to, to try to save his mom from, from dying from the reverse Flash. And it creates an alternate reality where I think when he goes back to his own timeline, um, Bruce Wayne is actually the one who passed away. Um, and his mom became the Joker and his dad becomes Batman. I think, I think it was something like that. So when he, so like, um, flash goes back in time to change what happens to his mom. When he comes back to the present time, everything is like different. And I know it's like Thomas Wayne is Batman. And I think his mom is like Joker or something like that. So I don't know anything beyond that i don't know if they're gonna lean into that with this movie i'm pretty sure they're gonna change it because they have michael keaton's batman and i think ben affleck is actually on his way out the door he's finished and he's done he's done he's finished he's done playing batman and michael keaton you know old behind he's finna be in the watchtower somewhere because what what he finna do i love michael keaton to death but what he finna do like he is not finna sit out there and spar with these other people who's like half his age like anyways so DC announced it first, but you know, Marvel, they, they took it, they ran with it. And by the time, you know, the flash, if it ever comes out, they would have told their, you know, multiverse storyline. And I don't think this is going to be the end of it. I feel like they're going to incorporate the multiverse going forward with Marvel, you know, in different variations. I feel like they're going to definitely recognize that there are multiple earths and there are multiple universes. And they're going to recognize that piece of it and they can play into that. They can say, oh, this, you know, event happened on this earth over here and this event happened on this earth over here. You know, there's actually a rumor that the the MCU that we know of is going to be demolished. That they're, I, th I think they're actually going to try to come up with something different i don't know this is just a rumor it's just a rumor it's just a rumor i don't i don't know i i don't have any inside scoops i don't know anything that's going on um but yeah it was a rumor that has to do with mutants so maybe we could talk about it after the movie comes out because i don't want to spoil it but there there's a rumor out there like i said this is just a rumor <laughs> but anyways um but yeah, so I think that they're going to play into the multiverse for quite some time. You know, we have King the Conqueror coming with Ant-Man uh, 3, Quantumania. And if you've seen Loki, you know, King show, well, he who remains a variant of King shows up at the very end of Loki, uh, played by the one and only Jonathan Majors. And he actually made an appearance in the Loki show. And at the end of the, the television sh season, they had a statue of Kang because of the events that happened in that show sort of changed the fabric of reality. And now we have Kang the Conqueror and that Kang is coming um, to the movies. So Kang definitely deals with multiverses. His whole uh, philosophy is, hey, I'm going to go into these different universes. I'm going to conquer them all. Like I'm going to go to Earth one and conquer it go to earth to conquer it so that's that's his mo that's his t and uh so that's that's what he's gonna be doing so i don't think we're gonna be not diving into the multiverse you know uh for too too long but i feel like we're gonna we're gonna rest here for a while we're gonna we're gonna be doing this for a while before we decide to do anything else you know but um uh, but yeah i'm super excited like i said so i'm gonna be doing an episode 
talking about WandaVision and also talking about uh, Spider-Man No Way Home, just giving you a brief synopsis of both of those um, event, like TV shows and movies, just to get you prepared. We're gonna dive a little bit into Wanda's backstory. Um, we're gonna dive into the, the events that happened in WandaVision. We're gonna talk about the events that happened in Doctor Strange. We're gonna talk about Doctor Strange, the first one a little bit, just to get y'all prepared for this uh, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness this movie and then after the movie comes out i'm going to be releasing a, a spoiler review with my buddy oscar talking about the movie and all the goodness that is going to hopefully bestowed upon us in dr strange in the multiverse of madness so thank y'all for tuning back in this is officially season three i am back i'm going to be releasing episodes every week god willing um please sure uh, please be sure to check me out on my instagram page at the movie bugle you can also follow me um on on Apple Podcasts, you can follow me on Stitcher, I'm on Spotify, I'm on iHeartRadio, I'm on TuneIn, and I'm on Google as well. So um, thanks for tuning in, and I will catch you all next time.